When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Dick Toledo here and you found the resting place for all HMS podcasting. 98kupd.com, within the 98kupd app, and podcastone.com. And this week, all podcasting content is brought to you by our friends at Chapman Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Check out their hundreds of new and used inventory at ChapmanDodge.com. You need a ride, but you don't want just any ride. You want your ride. Not just something that'll get you from here to there. Something that says, here I am. And it's not enough just to buy your new ride either. No, you need to be able to buy it your way. At Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we got you. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 in Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more. Get something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. <laughs> That's what I love about this room. We were just talking about heady stuff, you know politics and things and then brett brought up that homelander tried to blow himself in the boys episode that he's caught up on and then a debate started in this room of uh about hold we all were not brady brady never you never tried it did you 27 you were 27 when you first balled up yeah. and tried to blow yourself no. a late bloomer you never did it you were always built kind of strangely for that you don't strike me as a type I, of i knew the physics <laughs> yeah. early yeah. on the, it wasn't gonna... the gumby type maneuver yeah. necessary for you to yeah. pull this off you really never had the build for i however brett how old were you when you first tried to get it in there? I don't know. I mean, We've I, all I definitely it. tried. I definitely yeah. tried. <laughs> We've all tried it. And I envy anybody who can do it. Yeah. Eighth grade for me. And like I said off there, what I, my regret now, uh, knowing what I know today, you know, if, if a 47, 48 year old John Holmberg could go back and talk to 15, 14 year old John Holmberg, he would introduce the kid to the idea of edging because I could do that, but I didn't know what it was. So I used to be able to ball up and get it on. On point, but there was just at that point I couldn't move. It was just barely there. I mean, I was making contact. We had contact. We were there was no docking, but contact was being made. Lips to uh, Wang, and but I was all tied up. Uh, had I known about edging, I probably could breathing. I, well, the breathing part was okay, but uh, the edging I could have done. Now that I've seen edging, I'm like, ah, oh, time machine. I'm going back, and I. But now I'm not limber enough. I'm miles away from it now. If you tried recently, oh, no, it's, it's just it. It really is. Uh, it lets you know how you've aged uh, so much. Uh, Forty-seven. I'm not in uh, uh, terrible shape. I'm certainly not as flexible as I was when I was fourteen, uh, and I balled up and tried to do it a year or so ago. Give myself. Say, I wonder if I could say. Oh no, there's no hope. I had to throw my legs up over the edge of the bed. I, it was awful. I needed like counterweight. I needed a balance. Uh, it was bad. 
I felt old enough yesterday when we were talking about the Alice in Chains album being as old as it was, and yeah. now you're trying to do the. Oh no way! No, yeah. no way! <laughs> try, give it a try at home and see how far away you are. I'm not gonna say I'm not going to, but <laughs> <laughs> the, the sad part is, is that when I was 15, it was going to happen. With some more stretching, I could have possibly made something go. I never got into stretching. Uh, at 48, I am miles away. We're we're growing <laughs> apart, me and my penis. I'm working on it though, Brady. You should try it just to see. What kind of position that would take, and maybe you're you're thunderous enough that you'll overcome well, your your rotund shape. You know, wrestling you're you're balled up all the time with but, yourself but early on. Oh yeah, if someone puts you in a cradle or something like that. You think you get it in there during? So you'd need a, mm-hmm. a spotter, a guy to push your yeah. legs over. Yeah. Have you ever I think been? We all needed that. Do you ever <laughs> think at any point during wrestling you could have gotten? I think in at there? one part that you're stretching so much, maybe. Similar to what you're saying. I'm giving it a try. I yeah, envy, but then you need the spotter. And then there's that one dude in his car right now just going, balling up. All he has to do is look at He's doing it on the drive-in yeah. like yeah. like he's got himself a rocky road and a waffle yeah. cone. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't seen it, but like that other character in uh, The Boys. Oh, he's just yeah. going. No, no, no. There's, wait till you get to that point. <laughs> I don't think he could do it because that thing's too heavy. That's a floor runner there. That when he oh, it's crazy. Yeah, and you're three episodes behind on that. And now I'm two. I'm two. Yeah. I, I will catch up today. I Hurry will, up! Tomorrow you will have my review on it. Uh, and then another one comes out tomorrow night at midnight. So nine I'll o'clock our time. Too. So you got you got to be up to date by Friday because nobody's watching the Broncos and Jets tomorrow. So you've After got last to, night. I'm watching it. I, I, the palette. Not only that, I might fly out and <laughs> yeah. watch it. I might you go to, to the yeah. 750 that's allowed. My friend Brian Rendall had a great line last night. He goes, I, can't, I couldn't place what Joe Biden reminds me of in all his commercials and stuff. And he said, but I just figured it out. He goes, he's a flesh C-3PO. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my Man, God, he that is. That is a good call. It's amazing because that's all I see now. He's uh, C-3PO with skin. His movements? His face, those dead black yeah. eyes and the weird kind of like it just, there's nobody, in, it looks like he's in a mask already, and he's just that, he's shaped like C-3PO's head. And I'm like, my God, Brian, that might be the most astute thing I've ever read in my life. That was perfect. So credit to my friend uh, Rendolph for saying that, because now that's all we'll ever see is flesh C-3PO, which is a great band name too. But yeah, there were moments last night that... Uh, I just think I think I think it's going to be uh, bad for a while. Here's what I'm worried about this morning, and I, I think we all feel it a little bit. Like I don't know if it's dirty or grimy or gross from last night or just weird. I think there's going to be a little bit of a rage factor today. I think uh, all these people who yeah. have invested their uh, hopes and dreams into one side or the other still can't just like I don't know who's such a Trump fan right now that they're still proud of last night or vice versa who's so entrenched in the Biden camp that they walk out of that feeling yeah. like my guy was great I think you it's feel a reset. but we all feel a little foolish when we dive into something <clears throat> and our guy lets us down yeah and I think uh, especially if you've been loud about it and I know a couple people who have been very uh, loud about like their support of one side or the other I don't know how you walk through proud and loud today, and I think somebody's going to flags down on vehicles today. Oh, uh, there's I think, I think there's some or... of that, and there's going well, there's going to be a few people who are who are going <laughs> to dig in a little more, yeah. and they're 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 the I'm talking about the people who have joined in and been a little bit shamey at work 
or maybe with friends, like, you're doing this, and, and they're, they're in on one side. And then last night, they're like, I don't really feel great about being loud about this. Yeah. And I think something – I think you're going to see it today in offices. There's going to be some tension of uh, – because it's, easy, it's an easy fight to pick. If you've got the Trump supporter right now and you've got the Biden guy sitting a couple uh, – like, you still like your guy? And I think embarrassment has set in to where neither neither party can be really proud of their guy. And I think there's going to be road rage stuff today. Which could be good. Well, I don't know. Side. I don't what? think so. No, it won't. Because people aren't that – you're giving credit. Like yeah. people are like, you're right. You know what? I can step I'm back. Sorry. Nobody I'm steps sorry. back. They dig in That was deeper. embarrassing. They, yep. Yeah, I was embarrassed. Like regular people say it. I'm talking about the people who have just thrown the flag in the air. And, and yeah, they're blind to the everything. The guy with the two Trump uh, flags on his right. truck. Yeah, the one who wants to scream it all the time. Is going to the be is going to Biden be sticker. more sensitive to uh, somebody making a comment today, yep. because they're embarrassed. But I don't think that debate changed anybody's no, opinion. No, 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 if you no, were going to no, vote no, Biden, no. if you're going to vote Trump, you're still going to go you're your locked way. in. You know? Yeah. But my point is, I think it might have dropped off. Yeah. People your like point you is, you're you're probably a little less loud of what you're proud. Right. Of. Right. You know, it's when you're a Patriot fan and all those tapes came out. You're kind of like, I'm not going to go running around spouting about this until I find out a little more. And I think that happened today. So, But I do think it's going to create an embarrassment factor to the people who have been so loud. Uh, and the, I think there will be arguments and fights today because this is going to be tense. And I, and I don't want that to be the case, but I can't help but think road rage is going to be higher up. When the Steelers signed Michael Vick, I fought with Larry. Mm-hmm. It was weird. I, I'm such Larry? A, yeah, Larry and I got into he a fight that day. Not he, about sports. Oh, okay. I was on edge. And he said something to me, and I realized when I drove home, I'm like, this isn't about what Larry said to me. I'm pissed off that the thing I love and support so much just embarrassed me. And now I've got all these people texting and joking. You, you know, your team's st- – and I'm, and I'm sitting there trying to go, no, I won't defend this move. I, I, I'm not going to stand by. I won't watch any of the Steeler games if that's, if that's who's leading the team. And I was embarrassed. And Larry said something to me about uh, another thing. And Larry and I got into a huge argument that day. Mm-hmm. And I, we've had two in his – Tenure as boss for 15 years. And I mean a huge, loud, yelling, screaming match. Now, was it justified? Was I right or wrong about the topic? Uh, maybe so, maybe not. But my reaction to it was amplified because the thing I'm entrenched in and passionate about embarrassed me. And people do that. The thing yep. you're, you know, like, you know, when your kids are embarrassing and they do something dumb and somebody says, ah, your kid did this, you're going to be a little bit more defensive yep. about that. And uh, I think I think we're on that today. Trying to figure out, okay, what's really affecting him? Well, who cares? People don't do that though. But you're you're doing hindsight stuff. If somebody's doing that to you, you don't go, "Golly, I." No, what I'm saying is, you're going to get into the fight. I I know. uh, I've had some people that I know that's like, "Oh, this is the reason why they're acting like this is because something." You know, you're bringing it in, right? But when it comes to politics, it can snap them. And, and I think the workplace, maybe it's good we're all working from home, but that's not going to help a lot of people either because yeah. then they're going to have Zoom muscles and start fights on the Internet. And that's just that's – a, it's a contentious thing, and I think road rage is going to be a little higher today. I think, And I don't know that it's going to be result in shootings. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I think people are just going to be edgy today. That was an edgy night. That was an edgy thing. It was ugly. And I do. I think driving to work today, kind of keep your cool because I think everybody feels it. I think everybody feels that – the weight of this nonsense is on us all, even in this room. I kind of feel like we're all like, you know, we all are like, this was gross. Like we all, n- none of us are sitting here saying, what a proud this moment for a reset. Oh, yeah, yeah. You want to hit a button and just go, I hope that doesn't happen again. Brady sat there with Kirby last night. Alex came out during it and he's like, what is this about? 
And Nothing. so I was trying to tried to tell him, you know, about how debates normally go. Yeah. And then just out of nowhere, he, even he goes, "Jesus, shut up!" Yeah. You know. Oh, it, oh, yeah. It's, how do you explain that? Was he talking to you? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't because it's it was just to a fourteen year old who actually is showing interest in because he wants to know because it's all anybody's talking about. Yeah. It's the it's the current event. Yeah. It's awful. I'm so, so glad I don't have kids. Having to oh, raise them up in this nightmare that's God going on that, right you know. now. But think about that because I, I my 90 year old uh, friends, uh, they're they're like, look, we raised our kids through uh, racial thing. Is this country's never felt like you know? There's 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 few there's a few patches of like this is easy, but for the most part, there's always been this thing like I can't believe I'm raising my kids in this environment, and they grew up. In the depression, and then World War II seemed yeah. like the world. It's always it's always felt like it's coming sure. to an end. It's never been embarrassing. We get the information a lot faster too, and yeah. you don't. I mean, well, we no matter where we're living, it's it's your own little bubble. Yeah. Yeah. You know All the who, stuff that you're seeing rarely happens in your circles. Oh, don't that's do who, that. That's who seems to know when to help us out. Hildy, Hildy, and and uh, and, uh, and that uh, Kylie Kardashian. Yeah, I like person. that show. Yeah, yeah, it's a good shot. She's just in her jeans, hanging out on the beach. Oblivious to the fact that the world's exploding, I think that too, Brett. Because I like I like saying I think that myself. I'm like, man, I'm glad I don't have anybody to carry into the future here. Yeah. And then I think, well, that's always been the plight of the childless. Uh, you think back of the plague days. It's like, man, I'm glad I didn't bring kids into this mess. <laughs> it, that's always been something. What are we going to eat today? Yeah, childless people have always said that. People in Africa, are like, man, I'm glad I didn't bring kids into this mix. It's it's constant in the world to yep. to be the childless person saying I made the right choice. And you know what? Childless people, we've never been wrong. <laughs> it's never been a good time to bring That's kids true. into it's this world. It's easier than yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well it oh, yeah. seems like it because you get information. But honestly, for a while you'd be shamed. It has you know, never, never ever, ever been a good time to bring someone into the world. Ever. There's never been a time like, what a wonderful time. The future is going to go it, it, always somewhere. There's something awful brewing that makes you go, I'm glad kids aren't. In, I'm glad I don't have kids in this. There's nukes 90 miles off yeah. of Florida. <laughs> yeah, the plight of the childless phrase, I'm glad I didn't bring kids into this, has never been a bad thing. The plague, civil war. I mean, think of how people had to feel during the civil war. Jesus Christ. We're, <laughs> everybody's shooting at each other. I'm glad I didn't have kids. I'm glad I didn't bring kids into this. This country's never going to come back from this. It's I always felt like Yes, that. but yeah. watch for the skirmishes. The depression. <laughs> If Brett and I were in a 1929 and that stopped my, I got killed on that thing. Sure, I'm glad I didn't bring kids into this mess. <laughs> We've always been right. Childless people have never been wrong. Ever. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's a fact. I don't think anybody looks at their kids right now and goes, oh man, I'm so glad that you're here. <laughs> I'm so glad you're... You look at your kid last night and went, man, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I did actually. I, I br- I, this is my fault for really sperming did. my <laughs> wife at the time. I feel terrible. Because he's going to vote in the next one. Yeah. Did you look at Kirby's future last night and think, bright, looking good, kid. You're going to have a great time with this. I'll check out in 20 years. You're going to have to clean this up. Great work. 
Of course not. You never look yeah. at your kid and say, hey, this is really going to work out for and you. They don't even, it doesn't even register. Well, it shouldn't. That's not their job yet. Yep. It registers with you to look at them and go, I did this when I spermed. <laughs> this is my fault. And everything that's happening, I have to leave you a ton of money <laughs> and like train you for the worst because you can't help but think that way. But it's never been different, ever. And But again, you're never wrong if you don't have kids. That's one thing I can tell you. The only time you can really be super duper wrong is making a child because you're just going to screw it up. Trust me, I'm in therapy now. I didn't even know how bad my parents screwed me up, and I liked them. They were great. But all I'm discovering is like, hey, you know what? You're right. That guy should have done different. Of course he should have. He's just a 25-year-old guy who had two kids looking around going, I don't want these. Uh, my life is over. I look at Dan's life. For, I, I, I'm getting so much empathy through therapy for my father uh, because it's like, who wanted that life? Nobody. Got two kids. I got a wife. I'm 25. I got a this – is, this is forever. And luckily he figured it out. But there was a reason my dad was so tense for 18 years. <laughs> it was like miserable. I wouldn't want that. And I bet you if you, you know, you, I bet you if my dad was honest and he could eliminate the whole I love you part, he said, would you have done it or would you go kidless? He'd look me in the eyes and he'd be like, if I could get rid of you and your sister, I would do it. I'm pretty <laughs> like, sure my dad would say I, the yeah, same thing. If I could have had a, I'm pretty sure of it. <clears throat> Megan's dad, when he gets drunk, breaks out a box of uh, high school athletic stuff. We got drunk, and the dude was an amazing athlete. He's like, here's what, here's my world. All right, and he's I'll got, ask my, oh, wait. Yeah, <laughs> ask your dad. <laughs> your dad didn't want you anyway. He did get rid of his own. Right, name. he made that decision. I'm childless. And had two others. Yeah, yeah, did he? Three others. One of them died. Oh. You know that? Jeremy, my oh, uh, half-brother, God. died at 12, got run over by a school bus. Jesus Christ, wow. man. Well, how did this story just now pop up? I thought I told you that. Why didn't you? No, I've never heard. I never this. heard this one. So no, I thought I told you that. When were, did you find that out? Oh, a long time ago. So you knew your half brother, yeah. Jeremy, got hit by the bus, and he never called you up from the bullpen yeah, never. to replace Jeremy. <laughs> never, never. <laughs> That's all right. I got one. I got one living down the road. We'll just. Hey, Jeremy's gone. I'm going to need a. Yeah, I visited his grave the last time we were in no Montana. kidding. Yeah. Found my grandfather's grave, World War II veteran. Did you put a Jerome Bettis uh, jersey over his uh, tombstone? Oh man. <laughs> Here comes the boss. Here, sorry, if there were any, if there are any three forks Steelers fans, I gotta do that. Really? Oh man! Wow! <laughs> Come on, that's hilarious. I, that is hilarious. you didn't know him that well. No, I didn't know him at all. Uh, well, I know you care. He's the one who took your place, and he paid for it. Well, that could have been you. He was the last one. Yeah, but you might have been standing next so to him. He had two freshies, and then he had yeah. Jeremy, and you Jeremy You might have been died. standing next to him the day that uh, Jerome came blazing down Montana Avenue, <laughs> and you would have pushed him out of the way, and then you got eaten by the bus. Uh, he was riding a bike, got hit by the bus. Well, there you go. Crushed. Give him a little Lance Armstrong wrist bracelet and a bus jersey and get the hell out of that tombstone. <laughs> My friend that got hit by a cab, his... his uh, uh, Marker says, uh, I think it says something like, the Lord called him home early. And I'm like, the Lord called him a cab is what he did. Right, right. And you know who would love that Taxi. joke the most? Yeah, <laughs> Kevin. And Kevin would have, yeah. Good one. That's all he would have said. Good one. Yep. Tragic, but good one. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's not, uh, you don't have a normal life. But yeah, you can't look back at your parents and think that they wouldn't have wanted to, if they could have done it over again. That's why they keep clippings of when they were great. 
Yeah, look at Megan's uh, dad. I've never really, yep. uh, oh. I've never really thought that, but I don't know. What you lived until you parents, were forty-two? Oh, I thought you were talking no, about you. No, my parents regretting having kids or what? I mean, you know, it's and not I a regret. It, it's just if, if you could, could go back it, and not have, have kids. kids. I know parents think this way because yeah. they always say, "Don't get me wrong, I love my kids," but and they have a scenario built into their heads immediately of what it would be like without them. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm and it's always all glorious. Yeah, about we'd be what, traveling. Yeah. I would have gone yeah. to this. It's yeah. never like, oh, I'd be in a hovel. Uh, I would have no money. I would have been so sad. Everybody who says, don't get me wrong, I love my kids, yeah. but the next thing is like the greatest event they never did. Like I would go to the moon a couple of times. They always talk about how glorious things would have been without them, but I, don't, I couldn't trade them in for anything. And I understand why you're saying that, but for the most part, your thoughts are without them, I would have done more for me. And there's truth to that. It doesn't mean you're evil or wrong to think it because everybody does. Right. Right. It's natural. Yeah. If well, I never had yeah, kids, natural. I would have done all these other things. Yeah. Well, yeah. I dream but about the lottery so all the time. Why is it different to dream about a life without right. a kid? And if I say to myself, and that's the difference, if I say, don't get me wrong, I love not having kids, but if I had them, I would probably have less money. I'd be saving for college. I'd be a lot more stressed. Right. You don't come up with glorious scenarios when you're on a beach uh, hut in Bali trying to, like, this is, you know, that, like what parents always do. I think it's changed socially a little bit on the perception of the reason why you're not having kids because of being sold. This is the world. This is what you can have, right. the materialistic drive on it. Whereas the reason why you're initially you know, having kids is to teach, to learn. You know, you want to keep mm. things moving forward, to continue right. the family. To, to procreate. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm thankful <laughs> that – my folks had me. I mean, if they made well, the yeah, decision. Well, yeah, we're all thankful yeah, we were I mean, born. I hope course. you look yeah. back and say. Sure. Yeah. But I think honestly, my dad, if I said, think of your life with us and think of your life without us. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, when you ask any parent, think of your life without us, they'd be like, well, that would be really rough. And I'm like, take the love equation out just for yourself. The life without automatically turns into this utopian traveling adventure. Right, right. And it's not, maybe not true, but that's the first thing you think of is like, wow, I'd have done yeah. this. I'd have gone to every ballpark in America. I'd have had you, – you think of all these selfish things you could have accomplished. But, but I, of course, I wouldn't trade my kids in for the world. Well, why is that to, a thing all the time? Yeah. I'd venture to say that abortion wasn't on the table for any of you guys, <laughs> but it was for me. My mom and I have had that conversation. She, she, was, a single, she was a single woman. Yeah. And my dad had already said that he was out. I think a couple times I pissed my dad off enough where yeah. he's like, well, maybe I should have yeah. rethought yeah. that. My dad actually tried an abortion in the 148th trimester. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, I didn't know that. And that's a tough conversation to have with mom. It's, a, it's yeah. an awkward conversation, <laughs> but you understand it. Sure. Because she struggled with it. So she, yeah. that's the conversation that we're having right now. But my mom's already had played that out. Yeah. No, there's nothing. Times. Yeah. She, you know, she can tell you I was going to yeah. and I didn't. I, I appreciate that talk. Yeah. Do you ever get the uh, the friends saying, well, what happens if you don't have any kids? You're not going to carry yeah, on the family name. Look, I don't care. I'm going to be yeah. dead. Yeah. It right. doesn't yeah, matter. My family name dies with me. And I think Why does there need to be a vestly right. years from now? Exactly. Yeah, that's arrogance and ego. Yeah. Yeah. It used to matter when you had to Unless fight you for had your clan. Estate. Well, yeah, but you can. Yeah. if you fight for your clan, yeah. then you had to keep the clan McGregor moving. But, you know, the Holmberg name, it's not even my real name. Like, turns out there was all sorts of paperwork shuffling by the king of Sweden because my uh, great, 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 great grandmother was a whore, 16 year old slut, and got assigned a family, and that family was the Holmbergs. God knows who I'm really related to. So it doesn't really matter. 
I know my grandparents and great-grandparents, but beyond that, this 16-year-old girl got pregnant in Sweden without a husband. And then at that time, the king used to take that person and say, here's a family you're now assigned to. That's their baby. And they get and you get that name because we don't have whores and bastards in this country. And they didn't. And they would write right. down Bastard Holmberg right. on the thing, and they would put it in there. But the king was in charge of where people went. So my name doesn't tie back to bastard some bastard in a basket. And who knows if that was crest. you know on the accuracy on some of that stuff? It's Probably just, more accurate with the paperwork for that, which is yeah. exists. Yeah. yeah, and we've found than it is that uh, th- that it leads back to this glorious Holmberg name. It's not. That's not the case. And I mean, a lot that was of a law. resetting happened when they came over here to the United States. Completely. All over. Names were changed. Yep. Uh, people, oh. yeah. They Phil Leotardo them. is the greatest thing in The Sopranos. Yeah. He had a great, powerful name, and they screwed it up at Ellis Island and wrote Leotardo instead, and he has this big speech in The Sopranos about how his family name was destroyed by some clerk, and it's a great thing because they turned him into Tardo. And he's like, and that's my uh, my legacy now is destroyed. But yeah, names change and a lot of stuff. So the whole back in the 1600s and 1700s, it was important to carry on the family name. Now it's just for, your ego, and for only a percentage. Yeah, for a high. Yeah, the for commoners, the, yeah, which is majority, they didn't even know their last name. They got assigned last to, names. It's uh, to to take care of the farm. Yeah, <laughs> ask black people how important last names are, because we gave them to them. Yeah, I, I doubt they came over here. I'm. Uh, my name's Jim. I'm Jim, Mr. Jackson, <laughs> and uh, this is my friend Jefferson. Uh-huh. I'm sure you guys in Africa were named Jefferson, Washington, and Jackson. I'm pretty sure that was common when the Dutch came over to the slave trade and said, you, well, that, that Johnson family, Jackson family, and the Jefferson family, we'd like to bring them over to the state. Yeah, tell me Dr. that the- Dr. Senator, come on Yeah, over. tell me that the legacies are important at all on that kind of stuff. Please. Uh, yeah, so it's, you know- but it is kind of a weird thing. But it is never. It is. You've never been wrong, and keep that in your brain while society tells you different. You've never been wrong to say, uh, "I'm glad I didn't bring kids into this world." It's never been a bad time to say that ever, because it's never been a great time to bring a future generation in. But that they'll say said, that, they'll say that even having kids. But that said, we it's always, always a risk. we always strive forward, and the kids figure it out because that's their world. Like I said to you, we did. They don't know. Well, we did. Did we? We're so, no. We're you're moving you're, forward. You, you got to understand. You'll never but uh, your kid will have a perception of what goes on and adapt to it. Yeah. Because for us, we look at this like this is this is the decorum of a presidential yep. debate and all this internet stuff. Yep. And they don't know any difference. So this Grew is just up the world. With the internet. Yeah. They don't know TV networks. They don't know anything. They, they know YouTube. They're it's confusing to us. Completely different. Exactly. It's confusing it's to us. To them, it's world. normal. It's a different interaction. Yeah. And the same with us. We grew up with TVs, different in, conception. Our, TVs in our room. Yep. We had yep. phones all over the house. Yep. We had all sorts of you know interactions to capable. And our grandparents and had his own phone line. Yeah, our grandparents looked at that like these kids are constantly in contact with the outside yep. world. There's invaders and blah, blah. They were worried about it too because they didn't understand it. So, but it's never the rare. Been. There's still the, the the TV in the room. There's still some hold off on that. Like, you know, we'd get called old school. You don't have a TV in a room because you just won't allow it. Just don't want it. But you give her an iPad because we have four other TVs. But that's the old house. school thinking, Brady. Exactly. You'll let her have that's an iPad in her room. Yeah, or her so phone. She's got a TV. Yep. So you 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 think you're putting your foot down on no TV in yeah. the room? You've actually they don't care about it. She's saving room. money. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't watch the TV in her room. It's, no, it, that's for you. You're actually you're actually putting a rule down it, for your TVs generation. These are a waste of money. Yeah. Well, beyond that. It's this rule you're trying to say, ah, keep you from watching TV in your room. No, you're not. 
They don't watch TV. Yeah, she's got her phone. That is TV. Yep. Yeah, so it's it's generational. It's all silly. By the way, I've got three Steeler fans who have emailed me and said, if you'd like a Jerome Bettis jersey, we have extras. So I'm gonna. That's probably a good one for you to wear. Man, <laughs> and Are I'm gonna going get one. That, I'm gonna get one that says Jeremy on the back of it, because <laughs> on the back of that bus is he was splattered all over the back of that thing. <laughs> what number was he? Thirty nine. Thirty six. Thirty six. Put Jeremy on the front and then Bettis on the back. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you can't do that. That's racist. Yeah, that's. You don't want to put Bettis on the back of the bus and Jeremy yeah. on the front. You just put. Oh, I meant the bus going over. Him. Oh, that's I see what you're saying. I got you. I misunderstood. Adam, okay. <laughs> I, I knew just, where you're going. I think the <laughs> thank you. I think the letters of Jeremy can be scattered all over the shirt. <laughs> How long has it been? Couple of tire tracks. Too soon. Uh, oh yeah, 19... I'm going to run over my bus jersey and bring it to you. What was it? Maybe 85. I didn't know this story. You've got a great sordid history with prostitution yeah, me... and crazy. I didn't know your uh, stepbrother got up, rammed let over. Let me see if I can bring up the gravestone. So he was like 10 and or did 11. You meet, did you? Uh, 12, I believe. Okay. Did you know him? I mean, did you... not at all. <clears throat> didn't know either one of them. And when did you find out he died? Uh, Were you an adult? I found out he died. I didn't find out how he died, but I found out he died when I was, yeah, when I was an adult. Oh, okay. So it was way out. So when we were digging for history of yes. who, who yeah, is yeah, this yeah. guy. Yep. Okay. Yep. Because that was when I found out that he had, see, initially I thought he had four kids. He did. He had, had three boys. Uh-huh. One of them died. He had four kids. So Rob and Jeff, yeah. He had four. I guess you're Richard. right. He had I four kids. Right. He just didn't, he didn't want you. How about four other kids? <laughs> Right. <laughs> so you'd have been gonna, the you'd have been the you'd have been the thumb word. you'd yeah. have been the thumb or the yeah. pinky toe actually yeah. useless actually that was the first oh doesn't mean doesn't mean then uh, then Rob then Jeff then Jeremy then then Rob Jeff can't believe you didn't get the call up over yeah. there in AAA yeah. Dadland yeah. and no he just took Jeremy and, said, and I was oh, close too it wouldn't yeah. have been you know you know yeah, you could have taken the the golf cart over oh, with the big yeah. baseball head absolutely. I hear you lost Jeremy. I'm still available, and I'm not interested. Get off my porch. Oh, I miss Jeremy so much. <laughs> you have a living son outside. Shut up. Oh, Jeremy would never complain. <laughs> what a horrible thing. I would freak out if I found out my dad had some other kid that was he gave up earlier wandering around. I actually kind of root for that. I think that would be neat. Like, wouldn't it be great, Brady, if a little Cuban Brady showed up and said, he's like 61. Papi. No, and he sees you. Oh. You're my brother. Your father had sex with my mother during the revolution. And you're like, wow. Do you like cheese? I love cheese. You're my best friend. <laughs> I would think it would be great to have another bald guy show up and go, guess what? I'm like, I already know. Who's your mom? <laughs> who's, who's the slut? And ha- that happened to my uh, cousin. Yeah, it just showed, a guy showed up. Uh, a girl. 42 years old. I'm your sister. Yep. After the death of the dad? No, dad's still alive. Oh. Dad didn't even know. Dad didn't know? No, it was... Uh, he didn't know he got a girl pregnant? Clean, cleaning the house at the oh. time. Oh! <laughs> little extra cleaning. Yes. And he didn't know he got his maid ago. pregnant? Yeah. She just know. left. Yep. Not a word. Yep. Holy simoleons. That's fantastic. Brett, you got any of them stories? No, I don't. Wow. Me neither. We're not she interested. goes to like all the Buckeye <laughs> games now. Well, not this year, but yeah, she got run over by a bus. Oh no, COVID! No. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Were you driving that bus? Shh. <laughs> There's an opening. I can neither confirm nor deny. There's an opening at the Toledo House. <laughs> Bye, Jeremy. 
So does it bother you that Jeremy's here with us, old Jer? Does it, has his name spark? <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> any Jeremy's? Yeah, any, any because Jeremy's if he's a representation yeah. of Jeremy's, then I'm yeah. fine without him. <laughs> he, yeah. <laughs> Our Jeremy buses dodge him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get hit by a Jeremy, said the bus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do? Uh, what's on the big board of musical treats in this weird mixed up day? Just be careful. All I'm saying originally, the whole point of that was just be careful. There's going to be tension in the room today, especially from the people who are super supporters. They're embarrassed. They got embarrassed last night, both sides. So they probably won't even talk. Don't egg it on. I bet you they're going to be quiet. And then the last thing, uh, you all right there, Bill? You know what? I'm fine. I've been thrown the debate for a little curve. I don't want to talk about it. It's embarrassing. Uh, what's up there? All right. Uh, of course, the wake up song brought to you guys by Action Ride Shop. Uh, we got Funk Junkies, Lamb of God, Corn, Volbeat, Sepultura, Megadeth, Slayer, Death Clock. I thought uh, Static X, I'm with Stupid is pretty appropriate <laughs> there for, you for go. last night's uh, debates. That's perfect. Let's do it. That's stupid. Down to the lowest common denominator and then slap a vote on it. I like I'm with Stupid. That's a great one. Uh, otherwise, I don't – what else happened yesterday? I, I know everyone I was talking to on text was watching that thing. I don't think anything else occurred. Like know. nothing. I couldn't – you know, watching The Weakest Link, I'm, I'm always frustrated they keep trying to make Jane Lynch a celebrity. Like she's done what she does. And then so I'm watching that and I'm like, maybe this will be good. But all the questions were – like they're going down the list, and I'm like, the, like they should be banking thousands and thousands of dollars, and they just didn't get anything right. There was a few of them were just so frustrating, uh, and and then Jane Lynch is just not funny, so that was upsetting. And that was the only Did real they, kind of escape I had yesterday. Oh, baseball, is she baseball, trying was fun. to be funny. Yeah, baseball was she good. She's trying to be what the old host was. Just bring back the old English lady. <laughs> yeah, because Jane Lynch isn't as good at it, and the jokes weren't good. And maybe it was just the tone of the night was ruined. You can't really watch the Weakest Link and have a good time after that nightmare. Uh, yeah, baseball was amazing yesterday. Yeah, Giolito almost, almost threw a perfect. perfect game through six and a half. What six and a third or two? Yeah, three, six got, or two maybe thirds, I think yeah. Either either way, baseball was fantastic. That Rays team's fun. Tampa might have the greatest sports year ever. I didn't realize that there's only been two times in the history of uh, baseball and hockey where uh, City had the champion, uh, the hockey Stanley Cup champion, and the baseball uh, World Series champ, and it was both times New York. But one was the Yankees, one was the Giants. And it was 1928-1933. The Lightning just won the Stanley Cup uh, Monday night. Yeah. And so, and the Rays have a really good shot at you know the World Series. That's a good baseball team. And, and it's crazy because I can't really name too many players. No. On, I mean, like Blake Snell. Right. But, I mean, it, but it's a hodgepodge of guys yeah. plugged in and whatever. They're really the chemistry's well, there. And their pitching's good. The chemistry's there. And they're fun to watch. But yeah. you're right. I don't know a ton of them. Uh, but you got that. And then the Buccaneers. <laughs> Tampa might be having like a sports renaissance season that could be unbelievable, and it happened to be during COVID, so no one's going to care. But that Buccaneers team, when they we were talking to Mark Schlereth yesterday, Schlereth, on the Caliendo cast, and we all kind of agreed because I watched the Bucks game against the Broncos to see how they handled the Broncos a week after the Steelers did. That Buccaneers defense is horrifying, and if that offense can get going, you might have a, a you know a, I mean that might be well a you crazy need to put up twenty one points right. And you'll win most of the games. For well, the, if you've got defense. a decent defense. Yeah, yeah, their defense will give up 16 or 17. They're yeah. good, like all the way around 11, 12 guys deep because they are good. And uh, their defense will keep them in every game if Tom Brady and the boys ever get going, that Buccaneers. So you got the Lightning, Rays, and Buccaneers might actually – that's possible. That's not far-fetched. Tough day for Minnesota. Well, 
Why? Because of the oh, COVID? Oh, and 17 in the postseason Oh, yeah. Now they're, no, they're, they're the Twins. It's a beautiful thing. I, I don't I have a problem with it either. The but when you text the uh, the perfect was happening. Yeah. yeah. And it all of a sudden that following, just like in five minutes it ended. Yeah. Guy, was, oh. Yeah. Well, because you mentioned it. I still got no. a perfect game, and I watched Billy Chappell finish it off at the end. Yeah, he threw a good one. Did you watch yeah. for love of the yeah, game? Yeah, I saw it last, last 20 minutes. Seeing the things, a couple of the comments that you made last yeah, time. because I watched like, it a week or so ago. It's terrible, isn't it? The timeline. It's awful. Trying to make him a 40-year-old, like you're watching a 70-year-old man throw a ball 38 miles an hour. Like, like, how long 40. in between yeah. pitches? <laughs> He's got a lot of thinking to do. That was a five-hour game. Five-hour perfect game. That game should have been two hours and 12 minutes the way he was whipping it. Be like Jamie Moyer back in the day. <laughs> Four <laughs> hours to the plate. Jamie Moyer games were the worst. But I'd rather so. Armando. <laughs> Great Mariner. <laughs> no, no. Great Mariner. I think I got you, Billy. Get back behind the plate, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. What just happened here? They just they didn't even have a meeting. Huh? We're all behind you, Billy. I'm going to wreck it. No, that's later, Gus. No curveball. My arm will fall off. Kelly Preston looked fantastic in it, though, but she always did. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but Jane loved Billy, and uh, Billy didn't uh, respect that because yeah. he loved baseball more. But once baseball kind of was like not enough, he had a real life pivot, and he thought, you know what? When he got when he was getting on that life flight helicopter, <laughs> yeah, and called for the agent, called for the, the agent. most important thing in my life right now. And he told Jane. He's the most important person to me right now. I got a little, I got a little upset there because you start realizing, you know what? You got to reassess your values here. Your priorities are messed up, Billy. Baseball's been good to you, but it's going to go away. Will Jane be there in the end? And then you got to really kind of assess everything. It's a life pivot. And Billy had it right there in the airport on the way to England. And you, you ever seen this terrible movie, Brett? Bits and pieces. And you go out retire after a a perfecto. It's Ted Williams hit that home run, ran past home plate. Told the guys and dug it. I'm done, and just went down the tunnel. There was a couple innings left, but he's like, "That's the last. That's the Is last." Is that how he left? Yeah, he ran out of out of the stadium, through the dugout, and down the tunnel. I'm done. <laughs> it was great. That. It was last game, last game of the season. Put one over the wall and just looked at the guys, gave him a wink, and was done. It's a great. Yelled every racial slur. Yeah, because he, he, he was a wild <laughs> so racist. Long. Yeah, and, and I think his last words were, "I'm done. You can finally get it on the team." Because he was the only cat, he was the only one that kept it from him. Because the Red Sox were the, and it's Boston, it's the most racist city in America. Nobody talks about that, but uh, I think they didn't have a black guy on their team until 1958, and it just happened to be the season Ted Williams quit. <laughs> we can finally have black people on the team. Ted's gone. Boy, he made that awkward. And now they're playing soccer with his head up at Alcor over in Scottsdale. <laughs> yeah. I would, you know, if, how at first when you're playing frozen head Ted Williams soccer. At the, at the cryogenics place. You're probably pretty delicate, right? Like, oh, my God, we're kicking Ted Williams' head around. And the first guy that does it, it's a laugh, and the other guy's like, I'm not getting it in. And then it goes in and kind of – he kicks it over, and you're in your chair, you know, doing your job. And then all of a sudden, Ted Williams' head finally hits your foot, and you're like, stop, and you kind of give it a kick back. And like, ha, 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 um, and, and then the next thing you know, he's kicking it. He's like, quit it, and you've kicked Ted three times, so now you're in. Within a month or so, you're trying to see, like, miles per hour. How fast can you get it into the goal? I think they got to the <laughs> I point don't think where, I was like, dude, just oh, yeah, you're back. fine. <laughs> uh, the jugs was pointed the wrong yeah, way. Do it, again. do it again. Do it again. Throw him back here. Teddy Baseball's head is <laughs> now Oh, I missed it. Freddie, get the radar gun. Yeah. We got this. <laughs> 58. Man, you are booting Teddy Baseball all over. I can beat that. Dude, you peeled Three an eyelid off. 
Come there's, on. There's uh, uh, go do do go check the the parking lot and see if that dental supply house next door is uh, paying attention. I set up some uprights. Oh, they took it outside. <laughs> oh, they took it outside and went ice blocking. They, not only well, he was melted by then. They're doing thirty-eight yarders, and then a guy's throw. I can do 30, 45. I'll kick him 40, 45 yard field goals. Harrison Butker's out there knocking them stiff. Eventually, when you're numb to the idea that Teddy Baseball's head was a soccer ball, you're going to participate, or you're going to tell. And the fact that no one told tells me everybody was kicking field goals with the heads. Everybody. And the one doctor that's on that Chinese frozen baby documentary tells the people who froze their kid, he's like... Uh, American or Chinese doctor? He's an American. Is he? And he goes, uh, I don't want to, like, because the, the brother's there, and he's doing all the research on how to bring his sister back now, because the dad's like, you do it. And he's, he's passed it on to his son. And he's like, I'd really love to bring my sister back. But the doctor's like, even if we could, dehydrating human beings the way we do to put them in this thing, best case scenario, she comes back with no memories. So and the, and the kids. That's sinks. what I've always asked. What, what's the end goal in this? You're better uh, off putting a photo people. album. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so they're like, so if we could possibly someday bring her back, it would be with no memories. Yeah. So it would be just a blank. Han Solo made it back with memories again. Though no, that's that. That's <laughs> carbon. That's carbon. We got to get that. Oh, okay. We got to invent that. That's good. Carbonite. Yeah. Carbonite, get them in that carbonite. Freezing. But, yeah, the frozen baby thing. But Teddy Baseball's head getting bounced around out there and putting him on a tuna can. They had tuna cans they opened. They ate the tuna, and then they'd place his head on. You know that was a T. They played football with it. And remember questioning that? It's like, he's got a tuna can, but now yeah. we have tuna cans. Now we cans. get tuna cans. And uh, we had the guy from there that called us up, that he worked there. He's kind of a whistleblower. And he's like, oh, it's, it's happening. <laughs> so we're all sorts of head football going on. You put a Teddy Baseball spiral out, you're feeling pretty good. The nose would be kind of the strings of the football. You put on your bedisters, you go run over Toledo's cousins. <laughs> Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You need a ride, but you don't want just any ride. You want your ride. Not just something that'll get you from here to there. Something that says, here I am. And it's not enough just to buy your new ride either. No, you need to be able to buy it your way. At Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we got you. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 in Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.